Chapter Two of Pursuit by Lester Del Rey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The room was smelly and cheap, with dirty walls and no carpet on the floor, but it was a relief after the hours of tramping and riding about the city. Hawks sat on a rickety chair, letting the wetness dry out of his clothes. He looked at the bed, trying to convince himself that he could strip and warm up there while his clothes dried but something in his head warned him that he couldn't he'd have to be ready to run again the same urge had made him demand a room on the ground floor where he could escape through the window if they found him they could never find him here but they would sooner or later whatever was after him would come it had seemed simple enough before there had been three friends he could trust seven months he had felt couldn't have killed their faith in him no matter what he'd done and perhaps he'd been right though there'd been no chance to test it he'd almost been caught at the first place the two men outside had seemed to be no more than a couple of friends waiting for a bus only the approach of another man who resembled hawks had tipped him off by the quick interest they had shown the other places had also been posted and beyond the third he'd seen the gray sedan with the running boards parked back in the shadows waiting there had been less than ten dollars in his wallet and most of that had gone for cab fares he'd barely had enough left for this dingy room the late edition of the newspaper and the coffee and doughnuts which lay beside him half consumed he glanced toward the door listening with quick fear as the steps sounded on the stairs then he drew his breath in again and reached for the newspaper but it told him as little as the first one had this one mentioned the two mysterious explosions of ball lightning in a feature on the first page but only as a curiosity they even gave his address and listed the apartment as being in his name though apparently not currently occupied but no other reference was made to him or to the chase he shook his head at that he couldn't see a newspaper man refusing to make a story of it if there was any other news about him to which they could tie the burning of his apartment apparently it was not the police who were after him and he hadn't been guilty of anything so ordinary as murder outside the window a sudden scream sounded and he jerked from the chair reaching the door before he realized it was only a cat on the prowl he shuddered his old hatred of cats coming to the surface for a minute he thought of shutting the window but he couldn't cut off his chance to retreat through the garbage littered backyard he returned to his search beginning an inventory of the few belongings that had been in his pocket there was a notebook and he scanned it rapidly a few pages were missing and most were blank there was only a shopping list that puzzled him for a minute he couldn't believe he'd taken to using lipstick as well as cigarettes though both were listed in his handwriting the notebook contained nothing else he stuffed it back into his pockets along with his key ring there were more keys than he'd expected some of which were strange to him but none held any mark that would identify them he put a few pennies into another pocket 
his entire wealth now in a world where no more money would be available to him he grimaced dropping a comb into the same pocket then there was only his wallet left his identification card was there unchanged behind it where his wife's picture had always been there was only a folded clipping he drew it out hoping for a clue it was only an announcement of people killed in an airline crash and among those found dead was mrs wilbur hawks of new york it seemed that irma had never reached reno for the divorce he tried to feel sorrow at that but time had healed whatever hurt there had been even though he couldn't remember she had hated him ever since she'd found that he really wasn't willing to please his father by becoming another of the vice presidents in the old man's bank with an unearned but fancy salary he'd preferred teaching mathematics and dabbling with a bit of research into the probable value of the esp work being done at duke university he'd explained why he hated banking irma had made it clear that she really needed a mink coat no assistant professor could afford it had been stalemate a bitter seven-year stalemate until she finally gave up hope and demanded a divorce he threw the clipping away and pulled out a final bit of paper it was a rent receipt for a cold water apartment on the poorer section of west end from the price of eighteen dollars a month it had to be a cold water place he frowned considering it apartment twelve that might explain why his own apartment had been unused though it made little sense to him it would probably be watched by now anyway he jerked to his feet at the sound on the window sill but it was only a cat eyeing the unfinished doughnut he threw the food out and the cat dived after it hawks waited for the touch of ice along his backbone to go away this time he tried to ignore it he picked up the paper and began going through it looking for something that might give him some slight clue but there was nothing there only a heading on the inside page that stirred his curiosity scientist seeks confinement he glanced at it noting that a professor Meinzer, formerly of city college had appeared at bellevue asking to be put away in a padded cell preferably with a straitjacket the professor had only explained that he considered himself dangerous to society no other reason was found professor Meinzer had been doing private work believed to be related to his theory that the panic was back thick in hawk's throat he jerked back against the wall his heart racing while he tried to fight it down there was no sound from the hall or outside he forced his eyes back to the paper and the paper was surrounded by a golden haze it burst into a momentary flame as the haze flickered out hawks dropped the ashes from his clammy hands he hadn't been burned you can't escape run they'll get you he heard the outside door open as it had opened a hundred times but now it could only mean that more were coming he jerked for the open window something came sailing through the air to hit the sill hawks screamed weakly far down in his throat before his eyes could register the fact that it was only the cat again then the cat let out a horrible beginning of a sound 
and its poor half-starved body seemed to turn inside out with a churning motion that hawks could barely see blood and gore spattered from it striking his face and clothes he froze unable to move either they were outside in the yard or whatever frightful weapon they used could work through a closed door he tried to move first one way then the other his feet remained frozen then steps sounded in the hallway and he waited no longer his legs came suddenly to life hurling him over the carcass of the cat and outside he went charging through the refuge and then leaped and clawed his way over the fence the alley was deserted and he shot down it to swing right and into another alley it wasn't until his muscles began to fail that he could control himself enough to stop and stumble into a darkened spot among the garbage cans spent and gasping for breath there was no sign of anyone following hawks had no idea how they could trace him but he was beginning to suspect that nothing was impossible judging by the results of their weapons for a moment though he seemed to have shaken off pursuit and the physical fatigue had apparently eased some of his terror what had shocked him into losing seven months out of his memory and still could drive him into absolute terror at the first sign of them he couldn't go back to the room and his own apartment was out of the question the rain had stopped mercifully but he couldn't walk the streets indefinitely dirty and bedraggled as he was he tried to think of something to do but all his schemes took money which he no longer had finally he arose wearily maybe the apartment for which he had the rent receipt was watched but he'd have to chance it there was no place else he had been accidentally heading toward it and he continued now sticking to the alleys until he reached west end avenue he tried to hurry but the best his tired muscles could do was a slow shuffle light was beginning to show faintly in the sky but it was still too early for more than a few cars and a chance pedestrian at this hour the avenue was used by only a few cruising cabs heading toward better sections he shuffled along trying to look like a man on his way home after too much night out the cat blood on his clothes bothered him until he tried weaving a little as he walked imitating the drunks he has seen often enough he passed an all-night diner and fished for his pennies but there were several men inside he went on past 59th street heading for the apartment which should be near 67th he was just reaching the top of the hill near 64th when a gray sedan sped along heading downtown there were running boards on it and behind the wheel sat the slim young man who'd given chase to hawks before hawks tried to duck but the sedan was already breaking and swinging back it was beside him before he could realize more than the old clamor of his brain telling him to run that he couldn't escape the car matched his speed and the driver leaned far to the right will hawks the young man called how about a lift the smile was pleasant and the voice was casual as if they were old friends there was no gun in the man's hand it might have been any honest offer of a ride hawks braced himself 
just as a patrol car turned into the avenue ahead he opened his mouth to scream but his vocal cords were frozen the young man followed his eyes to the patrol car and frowned then the gray sedan lifted smoothly upward to a height of twenty feet turned sharply in mid-air lifted again and seemed to make a smooth landing on the top of a huge garage building there was no roar of jets and no evidence of any means of propulsion the patrol car went down the avenue heading for the diner the officers inside apparently had missed the whole affair hawk's cowardly legs suddenly came unfrozen he was conscious of them churning madly with an effort he got partial control of himself managed to focus on the house numbers there were no watchers outside the number he wanted though they could have been in the rooms across the street he had no choice now he leapt up the stairs and into the hallway his eyes darted around spotting a door that led out to the side probably into an alley he drew himself together hiding behind the stairs but there was no further pursuit for the moment the fear that had seemed to come before each attack was missing maybe it meant he was safe for a moment though it hadn't warned him of the car the young man was driving heat rays levitation hawks dropped to his knees as fatigue and reaction caught up with him again but his mind churned over the new evidence as a mathematician he was sure such things could not exist if they did there would have been extension of math well in advance of the perfection of the machines and he'd have known of it as speculative theory at least yet without such evidence the devices apparently existed the police weren't in on it that much was certain it was more than a hunt for a criminal what had been going on during the months he had missed his mind shuttled over the spy thrillers he had seen if some nation had the secrets and he had discovered them but the heat ray would never have been used openly then they wouldn't tip their hand anyway the cold war was still going on and that would have been pointless when any nation had such power and if the secret belonged to the united states the young man would never have levitated to avoid police at the great risk of tipping off anyone who saw that such things could be done nothing made sense not even the crazy feeling of fear that had warned him on some occasions and failed him this last time the only explanation that was creditable was the totally incredible idea that some life alien to earth and with strange unearthly powers was after him or that he was insane he fumbled through a pack of cigarettes until he located the last one streaked with sweat that was still pouring down his armpits and lighted it it was all answerless just as his sudden need for a smoke was the end of chapter two of pursuit by lester del rey